0: Hello, and welcome to the Co. podcast. My name is Matthew Yassin, a director in the structured finance team.
1: Hello, I'm Andrew Robinson. I'm CEO of
0: Co. The team here at Co. thought we'd put together a podcast to illustrate the thoughts and feelings that are going through the commercial finance world today.
1: What we'd like to achieve is get to understand better some industry figureheads and get to know their journey that they've been on over the last 10 to 15 years. And secondly, we'd like to understand where the industry is going and education of the next generation in the financial services sector.
0: And conclusively, we'd like you to rate, review and subscribe and tell all your colleagues as this will help us spread the message that we want and educate others. And most important of all, please enjoy listening to Andrew and I talk about the financial world. Welcome to the launch
1: episode of the Ark & Co. podcast. We're hugely excited to be kickstarting yet another initiative for our company that will benefit the industry, and I'm even more excited to be podcasting alongside Matthew Yassin, one of our newest recruits for the business. Matthew, tell me more about you, professionally and personally. Hi,
0: Andrew. Thanks. Uh, as you very well know, um, I'm a director in the structured finance team at Ark & Co., and um, I've been in this business for the last 20 years. Um, I'm extremely passionate when it comes to commercial finance. Given the landscape uh, in today's world, it's uh, become a more interesting place uh, with all the increase in lenders that have entered the market, um, the differences of opinion on the retail sector, uh, as well as all the movement generally uh, in the commercial portfolios that have been financed and are seeking finance. We all know about you, Andrew, clearly building a very successful business, but for the benefit of anyone that doesn't know you, tell me more.
1: Well, I'm the CEO of Arkenco, but Arkenco's been running for 11 years. I think more interestingly, what people might find uh, interesting is where it all started out. I started off making car headlights. Um, So I took a year out uh, after A-levels and made car headlamps in a factory for a year.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Well, I can tell you what,
1: it's where you learn how to um, appreciate what hard graft is all about.
0: I'll remember to bring my car in next time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll charge
1: you for the light bulbs.
0: (laughs) I suppose that career didn't go very well then. No, I
1: I left and went to university. (laughs) However, just uh, a bit about and Co. itself. It's been going for 11 years, and what we do is debt advisory. So we specialize in arranging debt for real estate, marine and aviation assets. Um, the team is based uh, in Mayfair. There's 20 of us with each, with three teams specialising in their own subjects. And what have you found most challenging about building Ark Co? Oh, interesting question. I'd say consistency, um, building a team. Um, I'd say, as a small business trying to compete in a big market, very, very hard. Uh, to uh, get people's trust and clients' trust to create that momentum to grow.
0: Yes, I mean from from my understanding, Arkenco has always been uh, in the shadows of the industry, but uh, <laughs> albeit very successfully.
1: Sometimes it's better to keep your head below the parapet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably a very good strategy. <laughs> What's the, uh, what's the plan over the next year or two for, uh, for the business? Now that you've got a pretty robust team, uh, the figures are coming through, uh, there's a lot of uh, success stories in terms of the awards that you've won. Uh, what's the plan going forward?
1: Uh, well, I would say, look, let's go back to uh, what you first said is, I'm a great believer in you shouldn't shout until you've got something to shout about. So we've created over the last 10, 11 years, a great platform. Uh, in Arkenco. So we're now talking about it internally as phase one and phase two. I firmly believe we've got a solid uh, platform to now move on to phase two. Our brand name's improving, uh, but not just through promotion, but from completing real deals and added, adding value into the uh, business. So phase two, uh, I see, is we want to strengthen the team uh, and really uh, hit home being number one debt advisory
0: in the UK. Breaking it down into phases is probably a very good exercise. For the benefit of the listeners, what was, the, what was phase one, and uh, do you feel that you've now moved on from it?
1: Well, phase one is, is, I would say, if anyone sits down and has a business plan for five, ten years, they probably never stick to it, but you've got to have a, uh, you've got to have a focus. I think phase one was um, getting our reputation known, getting uh, the quality of what we do uh, known, and the base of the team uh, ready uh, to, to grow from.
0: As we can see, uh, there's been some record months and clearly some uh, recognition in the industry through the awards that you've won. How do you feel about phase one and do you feel now phase two is ready to be engaged?
1: I think phase one is, uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud by it. You know, we started from a one uh, chair office in the basement in Dover Street. uh, And now we're not the biggest um, in the industry, but we certainly are uh, um, punching out the numbers, as you said, Matthew. So, yeah, phase one is is incredible. I've got some of the best memories of the last 10, 11 years, uh, but there's so much more we can now build and make better.
0: Many people in the industry are talking about Ark & Co as a very specialist, uh, well-presented, good, strong, uh, clean outfit. Um, is that the reputation that you want? And is there anything that you'd change uh, from that perception?
1: Well, I think clean outfit, that's exactly what you want. Um, uh, a lot of regulation in the market, we embrace it. Uh, we don't run away from it. So I think regulation is key, uh, used in the correct ways. I think it's a great educational point for the new people coming into the industry to grasp hold of and it sets standards. So I'm really, really um, uh, behind the regulation of it.
0: You've got a very interesting strategy when you were building this business. Anybody who goes on the arkandco.com website uh, would know that clicking on the team, uh, there's many from, uh, from outside the industry that you've looked to employ. What's, uh, what's the thinking behind that? Looking for transferable skills that anyone that wants to join the industry?
1: I think it's very key to have a broad open mind when recruiting uh, people too many people are very narrow and just looking to take people from other uh, competitors and uh, just to gain an advantage that way I think the long way around of it is to concentrate on the person itself to make sure they're going to act correct in the team and the team cohesion and atmosphere within the business is what you can build from if people are happy they're going to work better and they're going to support and advise their clients better. Uh, Also, skill sets come into it. So they may come from a surveying background. They may come from outside of the industry, an insurance background. But different walks of life, different experiences, all bring into how people uh, can grow and the different networks that they um, tap into to grow their
0: client base. Hmm, that's, very, that's an interesting in, in strategy uh, for looking for uh, new additions and I, I, I feel that it's, it's treated you very well and served you pretty successfully. What, what do you look for? What, what are the skills that you look for for a new entrant or in fact uh, somebody that's been around, uh, around the industry for a while? What, what is it in particular that, that will tick the box?
1: A team's got to be the biggest uh, um, part to anyone. So anyone, we are a team-based business, we're not really
0: individuals
1: which uh, uh, clock in and clock out or work from home. We share data, we work together, uh, we, have, we bounce off each other. So a team person is so important to come into that environment. Um, I'd say, also say it's tenacity. Uh, tenacity you have to have in this market. Uh, uh, to be successful. You need to uh, gain or you need to have that drive to finish things through for the client. You'll always come across difficult times with the client and you can't run away from them. You've got to have that tenacity to push through it, face it up, and you're representing the client. So that tenacity uh, to want to um, complete a deal
0: is important. Ambition professionalism tenacity all very good traits for anybody that wants to uh, wants to join the industry And I think that's a a, a good a good way of looking at new entrants uh, and recognizing that as well Going through the Ark & Co story What are the low points and how did you deal with them and uh, and how did you celebrate your successes?
1: Low points. Well, God um, paying people's wages, uh, I'd say, uh, <laughs> is very. <laughs> when you start a business, and I can proudly sit here and say that uh, I've never missed uh, a one payment, which is very hard to do over an 11 period, 11 year period. But additionally, with regards to uh, the recession we had in 08, uh, 09, 2010, so I said the great achievement we have is um, the uh, cash flowing through that period. Um, which was probably one of the most difficult periods in the financial services history. So that is a great achievement. Uh, the awards, as you said, Matthew, relate to a very um, humbling, proud uh, to go to an awards event in front of a thousand people and win an award for best broker when we are a relatively small player in the market um, is very is great is a great feeling. So great achievement. Uh, so there's highs on the awards. Uh, there's the deals that we do what I love about this industry the best is you're helping clients and how you can tangibly or if it's tangible sorry uh, you can go and touch and feel the asset which you've actually created for the client that to me you cannot get anywhere else uh, within the industry and it's fantastic feeling to um to have
0: Uh, that's uh that's lovely to hear and uh, I totally agree with you I I personally when I I Uh, Finance uh, development transaction or or a portfolio or any other uh, Transaction for that matter. I do enjoy looking uh, looking at the product Kicking the tires walking rounds and seeing the progress that we've contributed towards society from a macro perspective where does uh, commercial broking fit in uh, given the uh, Uncertainty politically and you know people's thoughts and feelings on the high street
1: Macro as in commercially your uh, how are we going to help people grow?
0: Yeah, so from the top down. So, obviously, the role of a commercial broker is to ensure that the small businesses out there get the funding that they need to grow, the developers out there get the funding that they, they need to develop in order to provide the houses uh, for the workers and the local communities. Um, talk us through your thoughts of how we fit into that sort of national stack, if you like.
1: Well, I think we're near enough, uh, quite well, near enough at the top. Very important, I'd say, in this market advisory is a growing sector um, within the Europe, European and UK culture. 30 years ago in the US, uh, broking has been a, um, a big part of their real estate uh, or the whole uh, economy. Um, and, it's adv- and it's even if you're a big player in the US, you would probably go to a third party advisor to be advised. In the UK and Europe, this culture has only just started to grow. So I see a growing need for advisory, and that's changing because of the liquidity uh, that's coming into the market, the growth of that. Uh, So funding lines have changed massively. Uh, So I'd say really important for where we sit within the industry and advise uh, clients or businesses and where they're going. It's not just about reactive and what they're going to build, what they're going to buy next. It's proactive. It's about where they're going. And where, where we see the liquidity and funding lines going is important to their strategy.
0: That's a, that's a very prominent point, actually, uh, the advisory side of, of the commercial and regulated side of, of finance, because obviously p- banks can uh, open their doors and allow individuals to walk in. But uh, the role of a broker to ensure that the advice is correct um, is, is paramount, I guess. And, and I think that's been reflected in, in what you were saying just now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As I said, it's a growing trend. Uh, I would say that um, clients, you know, the lenders are doing a great job in advertising and uh, being visual to the clients themselves. Uh, But it's not just about rate. It's not just about loan amount. It's understanding the parameters of every deal. But not, again, if you're representing clients for the long term, you need to understand their strategy.
0: Absolutely. And of course, you know, focusing on one parameter of finance, let's sort of pick rate or cost uh, uh, as an example can be slightly misleading because obviously as we know uh, the cost isn't always a true cost there's there's many ways of looking at cost so a bit of advice always helps uh, helps to ease the client understand what they're getting into um moving forward so uh, the podcast what can we expect going forward uh, from uh, from the ark and co podcast what are we going to provide
1: I think the idea came around to be um, more open to the market about many things. Uh, so the finance advisory sector of the market is generally seen, be seen as quite um, opaque uh, and we want to be open about what's out there. Uh, so initially, or tw- it covers two things really, is who are the main players? And what's quite interesting is their journey within it and how they've added value into the sector. There's some great people which have done great things uh, uh, for this sector in the last 10 years, specifically. Uh, and also, education education is big. Uh, and the next generation of um, where this industry is going to is not so much about myself. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm over the hill at 40, uh, but uh, uh, it's about the people. Really? i feel about 60 but uh i would say it's about the 20 year olds it's about the grads how they're coming into the sector they're the people we need to embrace it's not just about education with those guys it's about how you manage them because their expectations are completely different from someone uh, of my age when i was 20 Uh, so they want and they look for different things so to keep them interested in what we do we need to learn so it's, it's two things the podcast is the journey of people to understand those people and education.
0: So like a past and future of the business, you know, the past is uh, what individuals have achieved uh, throughout their journeys. And the future is what we can provide as an educational piece for the new entrants in the market. Uh, and we look forward to uh, welcoming you all for the podcast. Andrew, any last thoughts or anything else you'd like to, uh, to add to our Uh, initial discussion
1: i'm just really looking forward to having over the next couple of weeks having some great conversations with new people new faces but also some old ones as i said it's really important that people in the industry hear the story Uh, so i'm looking forward to it let's
0: bring it on i look forward to projecting the message with you thanks very much everyone and see you soon industry uh full of uh Opinions and thoughts of no. no, I can't look at you when I'm doing it. I I can't.